TBN Network. Browns fans talking to Browns fans. My mama's was in Venezuela, mama like Cinderella, mama's got a chumbaye. I say hola, 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 bossa nova. I say yeah, 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 I got a chumbaye. Alright, well that was damn disappointing. There's just uh, no way around that. Uh, I am Easy Weave, this is Easy Does It here on the DVN Network. Recapping the very disappointing loss today to the New York Jets. Congratulations to Josh McCown for winning his first game ever in Cleveland. Good job, Yvonne Drago, winning his first game. I, you know, I, he, he's a guy that I got no hard feelings. Generally speaking, when somebody leaves after being playing here, I don't really care at all. And I don't really in his case either, but he, he was he's a good guy. And he was he was, you know, fairly good for us. Um, when he was here, but you know, he, he was washed up, not part of the plan. He's gone. And so he comes in today with a Jets team that is now three and two that we've really, I mean, for the most part handled today for, you know, most of, of the contest until really it mattered in the fourth quarter. And then it, uh, it all, it all went to hell and we, we end up losing, uh, to, to, uh, New York. I mean, just disappointing is this was a game i thought we were going to win and i really do have to now revise my overall thinking of of the season i've been all all along saying that a uh a successful season is four and twelve deshaun kaiser starts every game and um no blow up at the end of the season well i don't know what to say about the first part of that i mean this is a game i thought we should win and really we really should have won this game uh, but I mean, the score is the score, you know, but so, uh, you know, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you know, uh, candy over what actually happened there. But I'm saying it's a game. You watch it game. We should have won, but then I have to revise, you know, the second part of it as well, because the big, the, the big part of this game was the Sean Kaiser pulled after the first half. And to be honest with you, a lot of the first half, I was unable to, uh, watch in totality. I caught up with it as much as I could during halftime, but um, because there, just the stream situation was was pretty lousy for a lot of reasons. But I, you know, there's multiple ways you, you try to keep up with things. For the most part, to me, it, it looked like Kaiser was still kind of having the same issues. Where it looked to me like he was trying to duck and run uh, too much. Obviously, missed David and Joku on that long. Uh, would could have been a long touchdown pass on a drive where he ends up throwing a terrible interception in the red zone and we don't score hey, you know we're down in the red zone you know made a couple of throws to get us down there made a couple of plays to get us in that uh, position but just the unable to finish it off so then we don't uh score before the end of the half we you know we we, we don't um take advantage of of that and then they do they they're able to hit you know a 57 yard field goal going into the half it's three nothing okay so then we bring in hogan and Hogan goes right down the field on the first drive, scores a touchdown. And, all right, feeling pretty good. And the defense does a good job of getting the ball back right away. All right, man, we got it going. And the next pass intercepted uh, by Hogan. Puts the Jets right in position. They, and then it's like, all right, well, maybe the defense can hold. I, I don't, at that point, I pretty much conceded we're going to give up a touchdown here. I just knew we were gonna, it was going to happen. I mean, I, I, not to be defeatist, because I actually felt pretty good about this game. It was just, you know... The momentum of the thing. We talked about this before about a young team. Up till that point, they're playing well. Then they they make a crucial mistake 
and kind of the wheels fell off. You saw it later on on the McCown touchdown uh, in the fourth quarter where, you know, trying to make a play, two guys bite on it and ends up guy being wide open and they score an easy touchdown. And prior to that, on the on the offensive sequence prior to that, this was where, and, and I, you know, I just have to be honest here. This was some bad decision-making. This was just bad, uh, you know, uh, over, overall sequence of events. You know, it's, it's you're down there, you're down by three, you're first and, or you're third and goal, you end up, you know, fourth and two at, what, the five-yard line? And, or the six-yard line, whatever it was. Now, at that point, for me, it's automatic. It, you go, for, I mean, you, you kick the field goal there. If you've got it, you know, fourth and one at, uh, you know, the one-yard line, then, okay, then you go for it there. I, I think that you go for it in that situation, and really, not too much deviance from that. Fourth and two, eh, okay, maybe. Fourth and three, I think you still probably kick the field goal. Fourth and one from, from the goal line, fourth and goal from the one-yard line, that's a different scenario because at that point, you've got, um, you know, if you stop them, then you got them backed up. Your defense should be able to, you know, you, you should still be able to win the field position. And honestly, that paradigm still exists with this decision. We should have been able to win the field position. Of course, what happens? They go right down the field. And I think that especially in the second half of the game that you're down by by three points you end I, I mean uh, to me there's just too much it's kind of like the whole you know when to uh, uh, go for two when not to go for two I think that like for example you go for two um, at the end of a game if you don't really have any other options but any other time that you have any other options because let's say that you're down uh, you know you score a touchdown and you're down by two points. And if you go for two there and you make it, then great, you're tied. But if you're not, and then the other team goes down and scores a touchdown, depending on how much time is left in the game, now you only have so much time to go down and score a touchdown. Whereas if you wait uh, to do that, then you still have a chance later in the game. It just changes the dynamic. Um, so, I mean, at any rate, people, good people can disagree about the timing of all of that. I think that in the same scenario there, you kick the field goal, and then if they go down and score a touchdown, then you have a shot to, you know go down and potentially uh, score a touchdown of your own, which, of course, we were able to do with uh, Duke. You know, uh, uh, you know, by that point, it was, it was already – by that point, we already missed our three points and we lost the field position, right? I mean, you, you, you lose twice there. And then, you know, you're, you're in a spot where you have to recover an onside kick. That's not going to happen. And so then we – you know, you lose a game by three where we had, you know – interception and then of course the uh the, the scenario that i just described where you know we got a shot we got a shot there to um to put some points on the board it's just very very uh disappointing overall i mean i'm not gonna you know at least i'm not gonna sugarcoat it candy coat it you know try to downplay be pollyanna whatever it's 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 a very very uh, unfortunate loss and i think that a lot of it is on the shoulders of um of hugh jackson and so, you know, okay, that's that's what it is. I, I you know, I'm not going to um to deny that. You know, it, it, it does go back to the next the next thing about that though. The next uh uh point to be made is okay, well, what do you do about that? And honestly, for me, it's all right, well, you, you kind of you, you gripe about it as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to gripe about it a little bit. 
Um, I'm also very, very, and at the time of, of this recording, and I'm doing that my best to keep track of things uh, as best I can, which, you know, to varying uh, degrees of success. Um, I just want to find out what... I want to find out what the deal is with with Kaiser. Was this a situation where Hugh is just? I, I, I'm looking. I'm likening it to last year when we pulled Cod in the game against uh, the Ravens. I believe we're winning that game seven to six at that point. And we bring in Drago, the guy who who won today for the Jets, who beat us today. He comes in and he's hot, sweaty trash. I mean, he is terrible. And they immediately throws an interception. Ravens go down, score. You know, we're out of the game at that point. And I I don't believe that we stuck with – I think that may have worked out that uh, maybe RG3 was coming back. But, I mean, I don't know if that spelled the end of Kessler, but it was – what it was was an in-game decision to try to provide a spark. Didn't work. Now, today, it looks like – if that's the, you know, the thinking, well, then it did work. Hogan comes in and scores a touchdown. Uh, you know, the, the late touchdown, garbage, if you will. That was more Duke, who is having a you know, pretty good year. Duke Johnson is probably somebody that you should have on your fantasy team. But I think that, you know, uh, ultimately, Hogan doesn't really do. I mean, he has the long drive, then we don't, you know, score, uh, you know, it, late in the game. So Hogan does look a little bit better than, than Kaiser. So what do you do when you... Um, what what's what's the what's the deal for next week? I mean, what what is this? What, are we going back to Kaiser, or is it going to be Hogan from here on out? And if it's going to be Hogan from here on out, I'm I'm, I'm very dis, I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed in that decision if that's what ends up happening. And I don't know, you know, I don't I I, I, sh- I probably shouldn't be speculating on that because it's not. It, by the time you hear this, it probably will be known uh, what. You know what? 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 That's all about. What? Uh, you know, what the story is. If it's just a, a deal where uh, you know Hugh wants to shake up Kaiser and let him know that hey, you know, I'm giving you the ball, but you've got to you got to be better at. And and, I, and I'm not really sure what it was that was there to be too mad about Kaiser about. I mean, I thought that he was moving the team. They just couldn't finish off drives. And that's you know it's being a rookie. That's so. I mean, I don't that to me when you start getting in. Uh, the quarterback position is the one where you really, you know, can't monkey around too much with with the order of things. You you, you can do that with with a lot of others, but you can't really do that with, with the quarterback. You really got to kind of, you know, your guy is your guy, and you got to stick with your guy. And because when you start monkeying around with that, when you start bringing in different guys and doing things, you know, like that, where you're you break up the continuity of the offense. Now. You know, the counter argument today is that we look how much better that the offense looked. I mean, I, I would say that, you know, after one drive, the, the Jet defense did kind of, you know, adjust to Hogan a little bit. He did, you know, again, have that one drive where he took it down uh, where we didn't do anything with it. But then he also had the interception. Uh, I, you know, Hogan looked better than Kaiser, but, you know, Kaiser didn't look all that bad and Hogan didn't look all that great. I mean, I don't know that whatever it was that was the intended uh, effect of making that change today, I don't know what um I, I don't know if that happened i don't know if if uh, if you know losing by three points in a game where I, I would have much rather have had kaiser out there you know in the second half in a game that we're gonna end up losing by three points but, but i mean you know the counter to that is that we uh you know we might not have uh, been in that position you know because kaiser was so poor i don't know i just don't think that kaiser was that poor and i mean we're only down three nothing at halftime 
you know, whatever. I mean, I'm not – again, what do you do about it? To me, the, the answer is not – I'm not – I'm still not, and I'm not going to be in the, the mode of, uh, all right, you know, that does it. <laughs> you know, that's it. You know, that, that tears it. You know, it's time to, time to blow – no, I mean, I know what – I know what that leads to. I know what blowing it up leads to, and no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down with that. As as bad as today, as disappointing as, and I really am disappointed in today. This whole year, I've really not gone into any game with an expectation of a win. This this game, I really, and I think that for the first three quarters, it was pretty easy to see why. I mean, we were really playing very well on both sides of uh, of the line. Now, not really effective in the run game, although we had over 100 yards on the ground. I mean, it's it's kind of it's funny to say we had good production, but it didn't look like we were all that effective in the ground game, particularly in the second half. Uh, but the Jets hung in there, Drago hung in there, and you know, at the at the end of the day, at the end of the game, uh, they had enough veteran uh, presence. They made you know fewer mistakes that were as costly as the ones that we made, and they get out of town with a W. And I'm you know I'm I'm it's it's just really it's just unfortunate because I thought that this was a game that that we could win. And I like, and I don't know what that what that means as far as the rest of the season is concerned. I think that if we're going into the rest of the year, if if Hugh, if Jackson, I, again, I probably shouldn't speculate on this, but if if the decision is going to be to uh, run with Hogan for, I mean, if if it's like, hey, you know, we've decided that Deshaun isn't shown the sort of growth that we want to see, we wanted to have seen at this point. And Hogan has shown some things that we want to see more of, and we think that we just now at this point have a better chance to win with. Well, I mean, I'm, again, I'm I'm just not really a fan of that, um, of that process. But you know, I guess if it if it uh, you know leads to Hogan playing well, and you know we find out that he is the guy. I mean, he's a young guy, and it does look like you know. I mean, last year the thing the knock on him was that he had uh, you know mechanic issues, mechanics issues that were just insurmountable. Well, it doesn't look like he's got insurmountable mechanics issues now, and uh, I mean, for 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 I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, he does look like he can run the offense. You know, he moves around very. I mean, he's plenty mobile. I mean, for for whatever that's worth, and he but not that he's a running quarterback. Although they do mix in some uh, read option when he's in the game. Um, I, I'm. You know, I'm I'm not totally averse to the notion of uh, of giving Hogan a shot. I guess, but. It, I, it, I think that it it does damage to your guy that you've been developing this whole time that's been your, your starter ever since week three of the preseason when now five games into it you say, okay, we're, we're done with this now. We're going to move on to something else because you can't really go back. It doesn't really work to go back. Um, and I just don't know that, you know, that we want to – that it's worth whatever it is uh, we're going to find out here with – unless, you know – I'm another aspect of this is I've thought for the longest time here that we're not into uh, drafting quarterbacks in the first round. Well, the way that this is going now, I mean, we're zero and five. We got that. Uh, we got that. We got. We got. We got the. Uh, we got a beat on that on that first overall pick. And speaking of first overall picks, the good and the bad. Um, kind of like um, you know, I was fifteen minutes into this without saying, "Hey, go tribe." Thank God for the Cleveland Indians. We got them. And that game on Friday night, who, who, I mean, whoa, Nelly, who, baby. I mean, it was just, I mean, something else. But the good and the bad of it, you know, we won the game in uh, extra innings, but we end up losing Edward Encarnacion. I I don't believe he will will play again in this postseason. 
Miles Garrett had two sacks, and according to some scuttlebutt up on the game thread, so take it for what it's worth, I haven't seen anything official by anybody, not that I've been able to really look hard at it because I've been talking to you wonderful people, but Garrett in the game has two sacks uh, in his first, in his NFL debut. Just, I mean, awesome. Uh, I can see our buddy Bob is really happy about things <laughs> as I'm perusing Twitter as I'm talking to you, trying to see if there's any news, anything to update on uh, the situation with uh, with Garrett. But it looked like he did, you know, uh, hurt that, that ankle a little bit and came off the field wincing. So, you know, good and the bad as far as that goes. You know, nothing. Uh, we'll find out more about that. So that's the, that's the key to find out about moving forward is, you know, how bad is uh, the deal with Garrett? And, you know, are, what are we going to do with uh, with Kaiser moving forward? What are we going to do with the quarterback position moving forward? Does this, you know. All right, let me ask you the question. In your mind, because, again, I don't know, and by the time you hear this, it, it may be a moot point. So, you know, I'll ask it once and then I'll move on. Um, but if, if, uh, if, if we do go with Hogan for this and we effectively um, – I mean, I mean, I guess that first of all, in your mind, does that end the the project of Kaiser for twenty seven? I think it would have to, right? I don't think that you put it back in. So that pretty much ends it with with Kaiser. Does that mean now would that open up the door in your mind for uh, Cod to possibly? I know that some of you are. Like, there's no there's no way ever the mind is already made on on that. But I mean, hey, and and I don't know, maybe it has already been made. Maybe Hogan is the last quarterback that he would want to take a look at. Here's another thing. What happens if Hogan, you know, plays well and then gets hurt? I mean, there's just, it's just messy. It's just so messy when you do this. That's why so much of that, you know, the, the expectations coming into this year were, um, you know, the, the, the big three. 4-12, and 12, Kaiser starts every game, and no blow up at the end of the year. And now... And look, just because I have a problem with um, with Hugh Jackson and the way that he ran this game, and I, I definitely am am not happy with with the uh, the 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 play. I, I mean, it's not even the play calling. I, I don't. I mean, running up the middle on fourth and two again. I, I'm. I, I don't. I can see it working. That's the play call isn't really the issue for me. The issue is going for it to begin with. I think in that situation, in that circumstance, in that scenario, you got to. You know, you got to kick the field goal. You got to give yourself a chance, because then if we do that, we have a shot there at the end, and maybe we're in overtime instead of uh, you know having to recover an onside kick. You know that. I mean, I, I think, think situational like that. It's kind of like last year when uh, we're you know uh, we're going for it against uh, Tennessee, and it's that exact same scenario. We're down by we're down by at this point. Okay, we're down by nine points. After we, we have scored a touchdown, we're down by nine points. Let me get make sure that I have that right. Yeah, so we have to – at some point, we're going to have to uh, score a two-point conversion. And there's 2.07 left in the game. You've got two timeouts. And your kickers have been nailing them out of the end zone all day. Cody Park, he's been nailing out of the end zone all day, which is important because – if he's been nailing him out of the end zone all day, what you do there is you kick the extra point, you go down by eight. Then you kick it out of the back of the end zone, and you've not wasted any time on the clock. If you can stop the other team, first down, and then you get the two-minute warning, you stop them on third down. After you kick the ball, you know they, they get the ball starting at the 25-yard line. 
you're probably going to get the ball with about a minute 20 left and depending on field position probably you know between your 20 and 35 yard line and at that point you need to go down and score a touchdown and get a two-point conversion now I realize the argument the other way around is, well, no, you go for the two point there because then you know if you're going to need to have two points later. I think that you go down and you score and you go for the two points because if you don't get that two point conversion the first time around, now what you have to do is recover an onside kick. Now, last year, as it happens, we did that. We recovered an onside. Actually, no, no, no. Uh, I, let me change that. If you miss the extra point, if you miss going the, the two point conversion. By going for it the first time around, then you have to go... Then at that point, the only way you win is if you recover two onside kicks. That has... You know how many times that's been done? That's been... Never. That has never been done. We've Nobody in the, in the NFL history has ever recovered two onside kicks in a game. So, at that point... You know, I, I, the reason I'm bringing this up is that these the situational things, they matter. And this was one of those today. Um, it's It's frustrating. And you just you hope that um, that Hugh will will get better. I mean that's that's my for me it's it's not about you know fire and brimstone we got it. and I look I, don't don't get me wrong I'm not going to uh, tell you what you should or should not do or think about anything. If you want to be mad at Hugh Jackson for the way that this game was managed today, more power to you. I don't begrudge you for that. I'm not going to hold anything against you for that you you know knock yourself out with that i mean I, I, i'm not but i'm just saying for me and, my, and, I, and look, I i got problems with the way that you managed this game today because we should have won this game we had this we had this team on the ropes we could have finished them off and and we didn't do it but at the same time um I, i'm i'm so i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna give you hell for that and for the bad decision making at the end and putting us putting us in a position where we have to recover an onside kick which is a very very low i think it's like one in eight is your is your chances. Uh, I could be wrong about that. And you can correct me if I'm wrong in the article section of this uh, program, which is uh, on dogsbynature.com, which we all, where we all commiserate and where a lot of the angst, I'm sure, is taking place uh, over all of this. Uh, Hugh Jackson is actually at the podium uh, right now. I, I, re- I probably should figure out a way to pipe this in there. But pr- presumably after this, we'll get some... Um, um, I, I won't speculate anymore about what the about what he is going to do with the uh, the quarterback situation. Uh, it's just not it's not right. There. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do I have one of these? Uh, I may actually have one of these uh, fan dangled things that can actually uh, get some audio into the thing. Hang on here. This is a uh, a first here on the uh, on on Easy Does It where you know I might actually bring audio in if I if I know if I can actually do that or not. And uh, I think that I actually can. But you know, knowing whether or not. Uh, Kaiser is going to start next week, or what we're just just what we're going to do. What the reason was ultimately for um, making the decision to uh, put in Hogan over uh, Kaiser, who did I, I didn't think was having that bad of a game. Uh, quite honestly, I didn't really think it was that. Um, you know, I mean, for what I saw, you know, not nothing great no great shakes but it just didn't look to me like um like it was anything terribly worse than what we had seen in years past but you know then again last year when kessler it was the same thing um where we just um you know we were in the game he had a touchdown pass to set the valve uh, in that game but um 
But he decided to go uh, to make the axe anyway. Let me see if we can actually bring up the audio here. I'm going to try it. We would hold him down there. Neither one of those things happened. We didn't make it. How about and we that? weren't able to keep him back there. Somewhat, but still, I mean, I'm not going to tell you just right there it did. I felt good about what we were doing on offense that we could uh, knock them off the ball there. And obviously I was wrong. I mean, you look at it. I made that choice and it didn't work. So here we go. You mentioned uh, Deshaun in the second half. Mm-hmm. Is that open? Well, I'm, I'm going to go watch the tape. I'm not going to say it opens Pandora's box. You know, let's let's watch the tape and see where we are. But, again, we wasn't functioning as well as I thought we could on offense. So I, th- I thought Kevin came in and did some good things. You know, obviously, um, Kevin did some really good things. We just got to get – it's unfortunate the one ball that went up got tipped. I think DeMario ran through the back door. We missed a block back there. And that ball, uh, to me, that should have been a, a huge completion for us. But it wasn't. Uh, again, New York made the plays. We didn't. So that's, that's what happens. Yes, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he saw cover zero defense. They were cover zero. It's a check play that we had, you know, and obviously the timing between him and Crow wasn't good enough. So, uh, again, we've worked this. We've done it. You know, again, just we just got to keep doing the things we do in practice and doing better. You know, we had we did not have that ball on the ground in practice. That same audible came up, had a chance to make it happen, and we didn't make it happen there. Uh, again, that's that's unfortunate. How do you describe the mood of this team now? Do they're good. They don't. They're not like that. We, we're we're not we're not one that's going to fold if that's what you're asking. That mood in there was was good in the sense that they're disappointed with the losing. I get that, uh, but they to a man they all know they fight and they fight hard. So uh, they want to win no <laughs> better than anybody. I want to win for them. I want to help them win. But at the same time, this is where we are. Uh, we're 0-5, and, five, and uh, we got to go find a way to win a game. We'll go to Houston next week. Hugh, uh, benching Deshaun, does that go against what you had previously said, that you would stick with him even if he's going to go through some trials? Well, if I, if I feel like when he's going through trials, if I feel like there's something better, you know, then that's my job as a head coach to make a decision and say, hey, look, this is better for us. And that's what I did. You know, at the time, it just wasn't working. So I don't think it goes against. I mean, I went through that early in the first half, you know, so we were going through those trials. And then when you keep looking, you say, hey, look, you might need to do something different here. So that's the decision I made. And to me, it might might have gave us a chance to win the game. We just didn't finish it. I want to watch the tape. I want to know exactly what I see, you know, and it's before I make all those decisions. He's not naming a starter. It looked like McCown came a long way to come down to say something to you. I just keep that between me and him. Josh, Josh obviously is, is a is a good player, and I have a lot of respect for him. He's outstanding uh, as a person, so I really appreciated his message. So we'll just we'll keep that between me and him. Did the Miles Garrett get hurt again? No. Mm-mm. Well, there you go. That's good news. Yeah, he was supposed to play a little bit. I mean, again, we had him on a pitch count. I think that was important. I think his energy was outstanding. I know there was a couple plays he made early in the game which were great, and we've got to keep growing, you know, with that with him. So that report was wrong. Well, I think you talk to him. You'd be very, very honest with him, you know, exactly where it is. Sometimes the young guys just maybe we're not seeing things as well. You know, so I don't think Deshaun's going to fall off the lake. I think he respects my decision. Um, we had a great conversation about it, and we'll go from there. So, I mean, you you guys are more worried about his confidence than I am that way. This guy is a pro football player, and sometimes young guys, it's not going as well for him, and that's my job. You know, rather sometimes taking them off and letting them see and breathe a little bit, 
is good, you know, and I think that's what he did. Now, how he feels about that, you guys will have to ask him. But in the heat of it, I can't worry about that. You know, again, I'm trying to put our team in the best position to win games. Really? Very, very interesting. We'll see. You know, we'll see where it is, Mary Kay. Obviously, we need to continue to get better in some places, and we all know that, and we will. You know, we just gotta we gotta continue to look at this team, continue to look at what we're doing, and continue to do it better. If it was somewhat in your mind on that fourth down about the missed kicks, that's problematic, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is. No, no question. But I'm not gonna say that was totally what was on my mind. What was on my mind, if we could score, we got a chance to really finish this thing, you know. And if we didn't, like I said, I mean, I thought we would hold them, you know. Those guys went, what, 97 yards, and so that's, that's unfortunate. You, when you say you've got to coach them better, what are some of the things you have? Well, the turnovers. You know, we can't, I mean, I'm, I'm not known for having turnovers in the scoring zone. We've had way too many this, this whole season, you know, whether it's, and it's been interceptions. You know, here we go. We got, if it's not there, just throw the ball away. You know, so that's my responsibility. You know, so I can't, I mean, I can't run from that. We've had opportunities. There's four or five touchdowns that should be on the ledger for us or more points. You know, we've been down there, and all of a sudden the other team gets the ball where we're not getting anything. You know, six more points in this game is a whole different football game. You know, we'd be talking about maybe we win in the game. So we're not doing a good enough. I'm not doing a good enough job down there. Did you have any problem with changing the play to the option? I'm sorry? Did you have any problem no, because we worked it. It'd be different if we never done it. I mean, that's what we did in practice, you know, and, we, and it looked good. You know, so again, I mean, part of playing quarterback, as all know, is to make sure you keep us out of harm's way. You know, if things, something doesn't work, then you got to move on to the next thing. You know, just throw the ball away or take it or take a sack or take a hit. As long as we keep the ball, get us to the next down with the ball, we'll always be okay. What did you think of your play calling today? Well, I mean, obviously wasn't good enough. We didn't win. You know, we had a ton of ton of yards, but that don't matter if you don't win. We got to have one more point than the other team. It wasn't really a uh, ton. We have yards all over the place, but you don't score. Well, I guess that's not good enough. That's what it is. Do you think the uh, the decision to fail fourth down conversion does that deflate the? Defense? No. Uh. Uh. Our defense went out. You should have heard those guys. I mean, they were wanting us to go for it. It's like, coach, go go for it. If you don't get it, we got you. I mean, that's, that's the way it was the whole time. You know, that, that's what I love about this football team. It was not deflating or anything. They, their team came back and made some plays, made some key plays, and we didn't. That happens. It does happen. Deshaun had a quote this week where he said, you know, obviously you would like more time to grow, but being in there right now uh, the way that I am, it kind of is what it is. Do you think there's any possible chance he might welcome a chance to on the sideline? I don't know that. I... Again, I haven't had that conversation with him. So, again, we'll, we'll address all those things as we move forward. But, again, he was outstanding on the sideline. His support of Kevin, his support of giving me thoughts and things that he saw, I thought he was outstanding. So it wasn't like he distanced himself away from his football team. I think he was really rooting for Kevin and pushing the offense and saying, hey, guys, let's go. That says a lot about him. He didn't pull a hoi He didn't go crawl way. off into a corner and, and sulk or anything like that. He was pulling for his teammates. Well, you moved the ball the first time he had it, the first time he played it earlier in the year. You moved the ball the first time he had it today. What are the, some of the elements that go into him that enabled him to just jump Well, he was able to put it in the end zone. Cold and, and do that. Yeah, well, I don't think he was cold. He warmed up. But my point is, I think he's been around the system. He's been playing in the system. You know, so again, I mean, he's a guy that has some familiarity with what we're doing, how we do it. And uh, he did a good job. That's why I made him the backup quarterback. When I say, when I say cold, you know, I mean, he has 
Get so many oh, absolutely. No, but he, he, he works at it. You know, he works at it each and every day, just like all the guys do. They work at it. So I'm not surprised by what Kevin's done. Like you said, he's been doing that since, you know, training camp and preseason. So he went in there and gave us a chance. Do you want, like, and this, like, obviously, he's been in the league a little longer. Mm -hmm. He seems to make quicker decisions. Well, that's what I'm saying. He understands the system and the ball comes out, you know, so and again, I mean, I'm, let's not compare him to Deshaun. I mean, again, we're talking about a guy who's a rookie well, who I think still got great promise. Again, didn't play as well today. I mean, what do you think is okay, going to happen? We have a backup quarterback who went in and did what his job was to play and give the team the best opportunity. Which compared to the Kevin starter. some good things. And so outside of that, we're going to watch the tape and see where we are. How can this season be about developing Kaiser and winning no, no doubt, because it's still about winning. So Kaiser's developing, but his his job is still to win, you know. And so that's first and foremost. And again, I didn't think it was going in the right direction. That's why I made the decision to take him out. Now, if that was the case, it was just about development, and I would just left him in. It's not about that. It's about winning. As I told you guys, we go to every game trying to win. And that's our goal. That's our job. That's my job. I'm not here just to get players better. That's part of it. But it's also to win. And if I think there's a decision that needs to be made to help us win, that's the decision I'm going to make. Hell of an answer there. Oh, yeah. No, he got hit as he was strong. I think you guys seen him get hit in the back. So Demario Davis ran behind the tackle. And I think the tight end got a little bit too far. The guy dropped off. And we got to kind of anticipate that on the block back. Didn't see it, you know. I'm not, again, he threw it, you know, so obviously it's going to go on his deal. I need to see the tape to make sure exactly what I thought I saw in the pitchers, but he was getting hit in the back as the ball was being released and the ball took off high, you know, and so all of a sudden the guy made a good play on the pick. Have you ever been a guy that, you know, give me the ball, give me the ball, and you go to him on that fourth and I think it was a one and a half or whatever down there inside the five? Is that a, is that a, affect you as a play caller? Well, again, I'm going to watch the tape. You know, you want everybody to make the plays when you give it to them. I think we didn't have a question. attack. I think we could have blocked a little better. You know, just, again, I want to watch the tape. Uh, I, I need to see everything before I make those kind of statements. If you thought it gave you a better chance to win. I'm sorry? If you thought it gave you a better chance to win, mm -hmm. would you have someone else call the plays? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so obviously you don't like my play calling, I can tell. Yeah, I mean, that's what you're saying. I mean, we got four, we're standing down there in the scoring zone twice, and it wasn't because of play calls. It's called execution. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I see. It's very it's easy there. to say play calling when all of a sudden there's turnovers, but these things have been rearing their ugly head the whole time, you know? So that's something you got to fix. I mean, if we throw the ball away, you wouldn't be saying that. We would have won the game. You know, so I get it. I mean, you guys, everything's open for discussion. I got that. I mean, I have no problem with that at all. But at the same time, you can't go up and down the field and be standing there and there's plays to be made and you don't make them. That's football. Okay. <laughs> whether it's because we're young or whether we don't see something or whether we don't make the play, that's what it is. But am I worried about having another play caller? Heck no. If somebody can do it better, God bless them. Stick them in there and let's go. There's a whole lot of you know, talking right there. What was your view of Pretty good, actually. Which one? The, I mean, the, yeah, the one down there. I thought, I thought again, as you could see, they misaligned. They, they wasn't even sure the formation was in. And when Seth came over, I mean, we should have known it was zone already. Okay, so it's not at that time they were kind of out of sorts. So that's when you got to say, Uncle, we might have to throw out the back of the end zone, you know, and that's okay, you know. So we again, you got to learn from that. You got to always be team protecting as a quarterback. Kind of hard to on the sideline. Just saying. Mm -hmm. 
But he's definitely not saying one way or the other here. Well, I, I think I'm worried about it just because in case he's kind I of hope to a that question he didn't here. get to this. Okay, first and foremost. Do I think he's mentally tough to handle it? Yes, I do. I mean, I don't think he's walking around going, oh, my gosh, you know, what did I do? I mean, again, we're talking about a young quarterback who is playing in National Football League, the toughest position in all the pro sports, and all of a sudden today it didn't go as well for him. You know, so I felt it was best to let him watch stick somebody else in there for because I thought it was best for the team to give them opportunity to win the game. That's why I did that, not for any other reason. I'll go back and watch the tape. I know Deshaun very well. He'll rally from this. He'll get better. He'll grow from it. He has to. That's the only way you're going to get better. Okay? There's, there's not, no other way to do this. Do you have any sense of wavering support from ownership? No, sure there's no wavering means. support. I mean, I've never felt that, you know, at all, you know. But, again, they're no different than anybody else. The human side of this, you want to win. You know, you get chances to win, you want to win. You know, it's, it's unfortunate. But we had our chances. Again, it would be different if this team just beat us 30 to whatever, okay? I think you guys know if we don't turn the ball over, we make field goals. Like last week. This is a different football game, you know, so that's something to build on. You mentioned Tate. Last one here, both Deshaun and Kevin Hogan. What are you going to base the decision on who starts against Houston? Watch the tape. Watch the tape. So there you and go. Again, this is my job. It's, it's a feeling that I have about what we need to play at quarterback. You know, Deshaun Kaiser is still right now standing here today as our quarterback, okay. unless I feel differently. Okay? And today I felt differently to take him out and stick somebody else in to give us a chance to win because I didn't think it was going as well as I wanted it to go. So he is, but he might not Outside be. of that, I'll watch the tape and make a decision this week on okay. what we need to do. Thanks. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, Coach Hugh Jackson. That was the uh, – um, the post game press conference, most of it anyway. I wasn't really planning on doing that. That's a uh, maybe I should start planning on doing that. That's not bad. Um, so hopefully that was uh, enjoyable for you. I, you know, to me, I thought it was worthwhile. Um, I was just kind of perusing to see if I would you know, to get some um, some Twitter highlights when I saw that passing through. I'm like, hey, you know, why don't we actually put just put this on here and listen together, which is uh, what we just did there. So really, I mean, the key what he just said um, was that. You know he's going to look the tape, and he you know wanted to make a decision. He's he's he didn't he he really he's not committal to the whole thing. He didn't make a decision one way or another. He didn't say that uh, Kaiser was definitely going to be the starter next week. He didn't say that he was going to go with Hogan. He he left it open, which means that there's a possibility it might not be uh, Kaiser. And so that you know by not making a uh, a, a call here, that's a pretty. But if you're going to look at the tape, you know I mean what you, what are you going to look at the tape at? I I don't know. I guess you could look and say that uh, Kaiser was maybe better at certain things in the first half than than what you thought you saw on the sidelines, and maybe that Hogan wasn't as good at some of the things. But uh, you know, the naked eye showed that Hogan was a lot better at you know getting into and out of the offense than than Kaiser was, and you know uh, maybe a little bit more accurate. Certainly, the ball comes out, and like you said, the ball comes out a lot faster. And that right there makes it to, to me, though, it's just uh, this whole time it's been like, OK, a guy like Hogan, he may go out and, you know, surprise a couple of people and, and you know, get, you know, dude like he did today, get a touch, you know, get a score, do like he did. I think it was against the Ravens where he came in and scored right away. But he's a guy that probably the more that he plays, the more defenses get tape on him, the more that his, you know, flaws. Get. I kind of see him. People talk about Kessler last year as being a career backup. That's kind of what I see about Hogan. But I don't like to do that with guys, you know, 
this early in their career kind of paint him into that corner because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Mr. Three Years when it comes to all this. But I just don't, um, I don't see it. But I mean, look, the door is open. The door is wide open, and it's a possibility at this point. John W eighty one, if you're if you're out there, if you're hearing this, your boy uh, uh, Hogan could be the guy. Hogan could be the guy, and okay, that's what we know. We're not likely to. Uh, hear anything differently until i don't know maybe tomorrow uh which would be monday i would guess we would have an idea at that time right i, I would guess that we would have some inkling um I, if without outright I, I would assume that after hugh gets a chance to watch the tape he's going to come back out tomorrow all right and so here we go with the what what do we think is going to happen what do we want to have happen uh for me personally i would you know my my want on this is that he would come out and he would say all right look um we took a look at things and i'm gonna stick with the zeppelin i, I you know he did. He did. He did. A, he did a couple of good thib, and he was kind of progressing on some things, and so we want to keep that going. Uh, but we like what Terry Hogan's done, and and we you know think that he's just a, a class individual, the type of guy that you would um, you know like to introduce to you know any single female member of your family that was looking for a courtship because he's a fine young man, you know that sort of thing. That's what I. That's that's what I would want to happen, but I don't. Um, I don't know. I have no expectation what it will be. It could very well be that it comes out. But, and this is where I say, if he comes out and he says, you know what, I looked at the tape and, you know, Hogan, amazingly, by looking at the tape, Hogan looks better. Can you believe it? And we're all like, yeah, well, I mean, it look, kind of looked like that to us, too. And it does make you wonder, you know, if he's in there after, you know, uh, getting down the field like we did early on, you know, then, you know, do we, we convert some of those into points and not go into halftime down three to nothing and not end up losing the game 17 to 14 uh, you know, time uh, will will certainly tell whether or not you know we'll, we uh, we'll get a chance to see what Hogan can do with the first team unit. But um, you know, I, I guess I could get uh, excited for that. But I was more excited. A lot of my excitement this year, this whole season, had been about the development of Kaiser. And if he's not going to be taken out of the starting lineup again, that's not something you can really come. You can't just. It's not like if if Hogan goes out and defecates all over himself, you know, in the game next week that you can just halfway through say okay well we're going to th- put Deshaun back in there and see what he can do I, just, I don't you, I don't think you I don't think you can do that I just don't think that that ever works and I think that if that happens I don't know I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm I'm not this guy but I might have to join some of the people that are barking that Hughes not you know not cut out for the NFL because that's not what you do in the NFL but unless you really think that Hogan has shown enough here and that Kaiser just hasn't shown I see I think that Whatever Kaiser's deficiencies are, and there's a lot of contradiction there. I mean, he had one contradiction, not maybe the right word, but he answered the question in a deft way, which is basically to say, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's a difference between us trying to win right away and Kaiser developing, but you know what? That's exactly what we're trying to do. And so, (laughs) well, all right. Um, That means that you, if if, I'm not, I'm not going to parse it or dissect it. I mean, it's, you know, the guy, here's my thing, the, the the body language there, listening to the guy, watching him, he doesn't sound like a guy that's rattled to me. He doesn't look like a guy that's, you know, we're 1-20 in 20 since I've been the head coach. We're 0-5 and, and, you know, everybody. I think that he's, you know, frustrated, obviously, but he doesn't look like a, like a guy that's, 
um, like on the verge of losing it. He doesn't look like a guy that is, you know, like some people was talking about when he starts, if he goes out there and starts talking to him, talking about himself in third person, like that's when you really have to look at, you know, maybe maybe he's, he's cracking and, and it might be, you know, time to look at uh, Bobby Bob Cooter as the uh, the coach next year. By the way, I like that he addressed the, uh, the whole getting an offensive coordinator thing. He didn't say this specifically, but the, uh, he's like, oh, you don't like my play calling? I think that this is way, way, way overblown uh, by people the the lack of uh, that, that want him to I, first of all i don't think that it's uh practicable if that's the right way to use that phrase and i think that it is for how i mean it that you just i don't think that you you tell a guy that you've put in charge of running the organization that has gone through all of this that you say okay you have to get i don't even know that uh, the people necessarily specifically are calling for that but to the extent that people are saying that Hugh has to get an offensive coordinator i i I, to some level, I think that what I'm envisioning is that they expect, you know, uh, Jimma to gather them together and say, hey, Hugh, you better get an offensive coordinator or else it's curtains, fella. And I mean, if that's, first of all, that's some weird lingo that he uses there. But if that is what is going on, I, I would not be, because I think that he's got to coach the team and you got to let him coach the team the way he coached the team. I think that, you, I just don't think that you can go up in there and tell him, okay, this is the way that you have to do it. Uh, I just, I, 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 me personally, I just don't think that you run an organization that way. I don't think that you, we have a winning organization where you've got, you know, the head guy second guessing, micromanaging. I think that's been part of the problem that we've had so far is, is Jimmy Haslam being a little bit too involved with things, particularly if there's any truth to the notion that he influenced us drafting Johnny Manziel. Not that any of us need to relive that little bit of nightmare, uh, in our, uh, in our team's development or lack thereof. But, you know, we're, uh, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I've not been one of these uh, uh, people that have been terribly, you know, hurt, upset, ha- you know, filled with angst over uh, the offensive coordinator situation. I just, you know, I, in other words, I don't think that people people kind of uh, speculate that because of that that he was doing too much, and that he does things like um, the decision making that, like I say, I would have ki- look, I would have kicked the field goal. But you know, here's the thing: just because. <laughs> just because that's what I would have done. And it's easy to say, well, they go right down the field, and that's why you kick a field goal, because then you have a chance. But it doesn't mean that going for it there is the worst decision of all time. I mean, if we make it, then, hey, we go up, and Hugh's a genius, and we're imposing our will, and yada, yada, yada. Okay, it doesn't work out that way. And but I'm just saying it's it's not I mean yeah I, I I'm with it I, I in other words I'm not thinking that him being the being the guy that's calling the plays is the issue with that decision I think it's a bad I think I, while I don't agree with the decision I think that it's just a poor decision I don't think it's a poor decision that's in that's impacted because he's just so busy and overwhelmed because I don't think that he has any sort of influence on the defense and there are plenty of coaches that are like that that are you know involved on one side of the ball not so involved on the other side of the ball it's fine it's it's fine if that's there are, there are coaches that call plays there are other coaches that don't call plays. i don't care that's not my issue with him and i and i think that it's it's a misnomer it's just something that is um widely uh thought of as a solution and i just i don't i don't think that it's the problem because as he pointed out we, we were moving the ball today we're able to get yards and chunks it's just we get down to uh the red zone and we uh you know we end up you know, laying a turd and turning it over with, and today it was fumbles and uh, interceptions and a really, really bad one. I mean, the Kaiser pick in the, in the end zone after missing in Joku, who was wide open. 
you know, that hurts. And it's certainly, you know, I, I, I can understand just looking at that sequence alone why you could say, okay, I've had enough. I got to see what uh, what 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 uh, the mania can do. And Hogan, like I say, Hogan, to his credit, he goes in there, he throws a, a touchdown pass. Now, look, the touchdown pass that he threw to Njoku, let's be for reals, uh, that was just a great, great play by Njoku. It wasn't really a tremendous, you know, pass by uh, by by the the, Hulk, the Hulkster, but at the same time, he came back. I, I'm, I'm going to give Hogan his, his due. He, he played well uh, in his opportunity today. And if really, if really this was about, you know, this game today had to do with uh, evaluating that position for who is going to start against the Texans and beyond. If we're looking at it that way, I I, I, I got a hard time not just rolling, just pronouncing Hogan the winner even without looking at the, the, the tape. And he's going to be looking at the coach's tape. And by the way, I'm, I'm going to get into some really, you know, high-tech, you know, uh, scouting lingo here. The all-22, and maybe if you've, you've heard of that before, um, that's that's probably what he's going to be looking at. And when you look at the all, I want to tell you what I want to look at is the all twenty two on some of the defense uh, early on in the game. There was one play, Larry Ogunjobi just crushed the uh, interior on a passing down. But I want to check out a lot of that stuff, um, and and I will uh, in due course. Just you know, haven't, haven't I'm like you, I haven't had a chance to do that yet. I you know literally just started talking to you people as soon as the game ended. Uh, because you know this is the this is the time where we're you know the most um, emotionally uh, charged by all of this, and and not in a, in a and I don't mean to say that in a uh, you know in a superfluous way, like you know like any of this is uh, is light or you know not important. Or, I mean, it's not important in the grand scheme of things. Of course, if it was, then you know we'd we'd be we'd be screwed because they've been terrible for a long time. What are we looking at now? Four, four and thirty-eight now over our last forty-two games. I think I had my math wrong on the tribe uh, inversion as far as the record is concerned. I might uh, update that later on. By the way, Indians playing the Yankees tonight for game three of the ALDS, uh, where hopefully they will get the sweep and knock off the Yankees and go on to play probably the uh, the Astros. I don't know if they're – I haven't been paying attention to all the baseball, so I don't know if they finished off. I know that the – yeah, the game's probably over by now. I know that Doug Fister was going for the Red Sox, and uh, that's – doesn't really bode well for them. Let's just, you know, maybe go over and just check out what happened there. The old uh, ALDS game uh, three for uh, the uh, the Red Sox and um, and uh, the Astros. Oh, how about that? The um, top of the fifth, the Red Sox with a four to three lead. You know, I would. I, I think that honestly, I think that we match up either well well against either one of those teams. But I kind of, you know, for emotional purposes, it would really kind of be cool to take out both the Yankees and the Red Sox on our way to um, our, you know, the a a a a a a happy ending to the season in the most grotesque way that you can think of. Happy ending uh, that for this Cleveland Indians uh, season. Anyway, that's uh, just. <clears throat> throwing that in there because i love the tribe and it's just been so very much fun watching them and hope we'll continue watching them at least at least for a few more games even if they lose tonight they're gonna go on for a few more games anyway and the browns are gonna go on for a few more games too um just just really disappointed in this one because this was a this is a game and next week now this is our annual if we beat these guys we improve our draft pick which never we never win so i'm already gonna i'm already calling that the we're not gonna beat the the texans next week which is just wonderful because we're also gonna probably have it handed to us by deshaun watson wouldn't it be perfect if uh kaiser doesn't even start <laughs> in the in the showdown but whatever, and look, if it is Hogan, if that's who we end up going with, uh, you know, I'm fine with it. 
if uh, we end up you know picking up some wins at that point, I, I am going to be a little bit more anxious to see us actually pick up some some wins. Particularly after seeing, uh, I mean, McCown watching him play today and you know, the way he's played this year. I mean, you know, we could have kept him around, right? I mean, would he really have been that much worse of an option than what we have on the roster right now? Is Hogan better than? I guess that's the question: Is McCown better than Hogan? You know, and you know, I'm kind of questioning myself here because for me, it's been all about the uh, the prospects. It's all about watching these guys develop. And you listen to Hugh there. He says it's not my it's my job to win games. It's you know not to develop guys just to develop guys. We're going to do that too. But you know, okay, fine. I get that. It's just I don't know. I'm just I'm a little down. I, I was this was a game that I thought you know I really felt good about. But um, but again, you know, you come back to this young team. And uh, Mama said there will be days like this. There'll be days like this. Mama said, and indeed, this was uh, this was one of those days. And it wasn't just him. I mean, it wasn't just the quarterback situation. It wasn't just Hugh. It was, you know, how about, you know, third and two, and we give up, you know, a 50-yard you know, pass play to the tight end. The whole game, the defense is playing well, and you're just waiting. You're just waiting for that to happen. And there it is. And then, of course, like I say, we were way, way, way too aggressive, give up the easy touchdown late in the game. And it was basically over, you know, after that, even though, you know, we did, you know, put up a fight and scored at the end and, got that we're pretty good at putting up garbage uh numbers i've noticed that but um just not uh, adept at being able to seal the deal and you know I, again i don't i don't the, 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 it doesn't look good uh, for next week either but you know here's the here's the good news the, at least the team did look better than it did last week um for for the most part this is a team that still has a ton of talent on it that's you know there the, are i think our issue in years past you look at uh, the team that you know that it, especially last year this was a lot of the deal and, and to some extent also in, in uh, 2015 as well but just you could see that there was an obvious talent uh void I, I really don't think that there is i think that there's a lot of talent on uh, on this team it's just very raw it's just very underdeveloped it's just very um in a spot right now where it's not going to be making the plays necessary for us to win and i hope now I'm I'm less confident about it after this game today. I'm I'm less confident that that it's going to happen. So it's more of a hope now than anything that um, that we're uh, going to pull some games out here uh, at the end of the year. Because because I, I mean it's, this is this is this 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 one was a gut punch today. This one hurt. But at the end of the day, at the end of the literally at the end of the day, at the end of the uh, the football watching day now going into the evening as uh watching i have been have been keeping tabs on the uh the, the packers and the cowboys now maybe i'll see what's going on with the ravens and the raiders because i uh, i'm always good about seeing division teams lose if uh if at all possible pittsburgh lost today which is good leonard fournette got a lot of points for but it's been a bloodbath i have not done well in uh fantasy there's one league that i'm actually not doing badly at and one game in that league that i'm not doing badly at in today but other other than that it's been uh it's been it's been pretty bad but at any rate um gotta hand it to by the way want to complain officially about the uh, game pass missed a lot of the game for the first part of it tried to uh augment or uh to supplement it with the crappy eu stream didn't work though i did discover the uh, the reddit streams and uh yeah um I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy with with that 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 really worked out much 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 better but at any rate um nfl game pass you uh you definitely you dropped the ball today um, but you know what? This is one another area to to be somewhat happy about. Not you know who didn't drop the ball a lot today. We're us. We didn't have a lot of drop passes today. 
compared to what we've had, you know, for the last this entire season so far. It was, you know, it was, it was okay. I mean, you know, the, it just really wasn't that that big of a deal. We are our guys for the most part hung on to the ball. So that's good, right? I mean, that's and you know, to some extent, you know, both Kaiser and Hogan got the balls there for them to catch. So that was good. No, yeah, they're like I mean, you can look at this game and see positives from the standpoint that they didn't look, you know, trashy the whole time. There was lots of times in this game they looked good. The team overall looked good. It's just, you know, comes at the, you know, at the, the end of it where it's like we, we it's a game we should have won. And and we didn't. And I think that the if if you're going to look at blame, you know, so I blame I blame Sashi Brown for the All right, fine. But again, if you're going to blame anything and blame anybody, then it's, you know, it's blaming the situation that we're in where we've got a bunch of young guys, again, a, a young team uh, that's, you know, inexperienced and making mistakes. And I, I, the, the, the monkeying around with the quarterback position is the one that probably leaves this day more than anything. Um, kind of a, a, a dour, you know, frame of mind. You know, it really had, it was really feeling good. I was excited about this game today and felt like we were going to, you know, and I thought it was fun for a lot of it, you know, this part that I could watch anyway, you know, seeing Miles Garrett get the sacks and it was great to hear Hugh say, no, he's fine. There's nothing, nothing wrong with him. Well, that's good because he looked really good, you know, and okay, now let's, let's be real here about this. Okay. Both of those sacks and the first one didn't look like he really got touched. I mean, if we could be real here, he ran a stunt, and I mean, he just split the gap between the center and the guard that looked like they just. I mean, people complain about Cam Irving. All right, that that's as bad as anything Cam Irving ever ever did. That on that now he finished it off. You know, he slammed Drago to the turf. That was awesome. And then later, he uh, he gets the charge up field, and then uh, McCown you know goes uh, running out of the pocket, and he catches him, uh, and and that, and so that you know that that, so that was cool. That was uh, it was pretty cool to, to watch that, uh, see that happen, and, and especially now to hear that he isn't hurt, then that's great. So awesome! We're uh, we're we're you know that's that's really really good to uh, to know that he's going to be fine out there, and a very very great debut for the young man. Okay, so if you tell me going into this game we're going to lose, but we're going to see um, some some really nice. Uh, growth from the first pick overall in the draft to up to this point we haven't seen anything of at all this year well hey you know i can't really complain about that well i can but i'm not gonna um that's that's pretty nice it's it's definitely pretty nice when um you can you get you know that sort of instantaneous again you know okay you go back to um uh the uh first game Markevious Mingo ever played he uh, got a sack on his first ever snap too against uh, Joe Flacco and the Ravens I remember that didn't quite work out but hey you know Garrett gets two gets two sacks in his first game first pick in the draft uh, I'm, um, he wasn't hurt I mean hopefully he can play a little bit more get eased back into it and hey we get this up I think overall the defensive line I thought Emmanuel Ogba looked good today uh, I thought you know I'm going to go back and watch it and I got stay with me here Darth the all 22 I'm going to watch that and, and get a better view of what these guys plus the uh, the the international game pass has the 40 for 40 thing which is really good for watching the game kind of quickly you can really watch the entire game uh, in a very uh, you know um, <clears throat> truncated fashion I mean it just cuts out all the all the garbage you know, the, in between plays it's just the play after play after play after play after play whereas the all 22 
you know, again, hopefully I'm not confusing too many of you by using that sophisticated scouting lingo. But uh, that that just kind of breaks down. That literally is just showing the entire field so you get to see what each player was doing and then surmising what their individual assignments are, whether they were uh, effective. And basically, if you don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but my basically what my understanding of uh, pro football focus is, the P- PFF, which grades everything and everybody and kind of is used as a I, – although I will say, I've talked about this before, I think they are brilliant – in their their marketing uh, model, um, I, I really I really do. I think, let me deviate from that in just a moment. They, they I think that what they do is they and what they've done is they are a group. They're Chris, that's Chris Collinsworth's outfit. They watch plays. They basically watch the all twenty two plays. They watch each player at each position, and then they grade them on each play. Now it's just ultimately what it is is just a bunch of guys sitting around watching the plays uh, and and then grading them based on what they see happen. Now here's the first part of this. I, you know, you, we can wa- we all watch these games together. And if you ever hang out on the website, you know that there's almost nothing that happens in any game where any three or four of us agree on what we all just saw. Right? I mean, there's there's huge differences in what we, I mean, from even today. Some people think the Kaiser was terrible. Other people think the Kaiser was fine. Um, and, and so I'm saying it, I, I'm very dubious about a lot of the because these are the methods that are used to derive the rankings are not divulged and it's just there's there's plenty of reasons to to doubt the veracity of pro football but here's the here's the genius of what they do or what they did anyway in my in my opinion i could be wrong this is my but just this is what i think Chris Collinsworth goes out there and says okay well i don't know if he was the brainchild behind this move but they uh, they said all right look We've made this available kind of the public, but we're not going to do that anymore, at least for the rates that we have uh, been charging. From now on, if you want this service, you have got to pay, I think it's something like 350 400 bucks a month to get access to these grades. Now, what are these grades themselves, in, another, to my, in my opinion, these grades are specious They're, in terms of their arrival. I certainly do not... Um, I do not assign a ginormous amount of weight to the grades that not say I'm not saying that they're that they're irrelevant or that they're uh, totally worthless. I'm just saying that I personally don't put a lot of stock into them uh, personally, just me and, and for me in my house. I don't I don't know. Oh, PFF, PFF thinks that. Oh, OK, that's a data point. That's fine. But it doesn't it doesn't definitively conclusively tell me anything based on. Wow. Hogan was 16 of 19 today. I just seeing that crawl across the screen, um, but it just doesn't tell me definitively one way or the other about anything. But okay, be that as it may, they have convinced people that they are worth spending three, four hundred dollars. Because if you're media, by the way, if you're going to use any of the data that's in there, if you're going to publish any of the stuff that they find, then you have to pay an even more ridiculous and confiscatory rate to get. So at the end of the day, what ends up happening if you end up you know plunking down that much cash in order to get this information it's pretty valuable isn't it just by just by definition if you're paying that much for it it's pretty valuable information whether it is or it isn't i think i to me i think it's uh, it's brilliant i think it's just pro football focus just uh, this is just an this is just easy just rambling on here just about what i think of the world what easy thinks of the world in a couple of minutes you know in this case i think that it's just brilliant the way that they have marketed themselves to uh 
um, make everybody think that they are the, the the paragon of objective football analysis when it really it's just uh, some guys that are sitting around watching the all twenty two. Sorry if I lost some of you, Darth, uh, on that <laughs> on. Uh, on that the scouting jargon there but uh, but again when you watch when when we do watch all of this I, i'm going to be interested to see the the line play again it looked to me like we we gave the quarterbacks plenty of time other than you know the 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 overthrow by hogan that led to the interception um he was you know hit on the play but that looked like it could have been a blown assignment on a blitz pickup by the running back there so i mean other than that looked to me again like the offensive line was good in pass protection and it also looked like we were you know not doing badly and getting pressure and you know we certainly got home a couple times ah there's baltimore jumping all over the raiders hate to see that just because i hate the ravens but um they uh the on, on balance you know you don't really look at any of the uh position groups as russell wilson tosses a pick six here to uh, the yams although he might catch him um, wow, I've never seen a, a play like that not result in an interception the way that he got a jump on that ball for uh, the, Los, the Los Angeles defense. Sorry, I didn't mean to get distracted there. Just a nice play as I'm watching here, watching football as I'm talking to you about, about all of this stuff because, you know, try to be multifaceted here. That's how we were able to get the, uh, the Hughes stuff um, earlier on in which he talked about how he's not going to make a decision about uh, the quarterback situation uh, right now. He's going to look at the tape. And I think when looking at the tape myself, uh, it, it, you look at all of these position groups. By the way, uh, how about a, a maybe a breakout game for David Njoku today? Uh, he's he scored a couple of touchdowns this year, but you know he, he really kind of uh, proved himself, made a really nice diving over-the-middle catch in addition to a diving one-handed catch for a touchdown. I mean, Njoku... Uh, you know, 25th, 29th pick. And by the way, Peppers, Jabril Peppers, the 25th pick, did not, you know, totally embarrass himself today. Now, again, I'm going to have to go back and watch the All-22 uh, on that, and um, I'm, I'm getting ridiculous with it, I know. Just I'm going to watch the coaching tape on it and just see uh, if he if he actually did improve this week, because that would be nice. He's been, you know, just terrible this entire season. But I think by position group by position group, the wide receivers look better. Um, the, the You know, looking at Crow's numbers, he looked better uh, as the numbers are concerned, but I, I'm just not... I'm not feeling it with Crow this year. I don't know why. I think I think Duke uh, needs to get more carries. I just I, I need I, I need I think we need to see more Duke, and I'm good with seeing more Duke and less uh, Crow at this point. I'm, I'm still I mean 16 carries for 60 yards for Crowell today, and we got we had good numbers on the ground, but I'm just not feeling it with the running game and um, with Isaiah Crowell running. I, I'm just I'm not I, I'm very much on board with the notion of getting a, uh, an, a a higher caliber running back next year, either through free agency or uh, via the draft, and really via the draft. And the guy that I really like is Saquon Barkley because uh, I I think that you when you have a guy two reasons I don't I don't think that you generally. Um, I don't think it really works out a lot of the times. There's exceptions, of course, but getting a free agent running back, you know, he's already been somewhere where they've gotten the, the, you know, the most productive years out of him most likely, and a lot of the tread was on his tires was was, uh, spent there. And when he comes to your team, you know, how much gas can can he reasonably have in the tank? That's generally true of free agent running backs that are going to be available. But a guy that you know that we could get you know again Saquon Barkley is a guy that I really would love uh for for us to maybe pick up next year but again you know now the way I look at it is if we are really going with Hogan 
then now I really have to look at the possibility of us seriously finishing, you know, maybe 1-15 again or 2-12 and 12 or something like that and maybe having that first pick overall. Not, and this isn't necessarily a slam on Hogan. I just, I don't know. I, I think that if a team, if, if Houston has to spend all of their uh, practice time, they're, they're uh, looking at, you know, tape of Hogan and really preparing for him, I don't think that he's going to look as effective as he's looked in the, you know, the short time that he's been out there. And then what? Then what do you do? Then I, I don't think that you go back to Kaiser again. It, it, do you, at some point, do you open up the door for Cod at some point down the road? Not, is that the most ridiculous thing? Is it? Is it? Answer me. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's the most ridiculous thing. I know that. Um, I know that I, I wouldn't have made the move today. I I, I am definitely. I, I can say this. It, there's nothing wrong at all. I, I keep making this point because some people kind of feel. I think some people are are a little bit touchy when it comes to people that. Uh, disagree with them about being negative about the team um I, there's nothing wrong with being negative about the team i then there's not really anything wrong with even saying that maybe we should you know fire you know hugh and and sashi i totally disagree with that but i'm just saying it's it's reasonable for people but i think the people are very uh, sensitive to uh, being criticized for that viewpoint um i, I i'm look at tear it up as far as this team is bad and there's all sorts of reasons today there's two things that jackson did today that i just totally disagree with the first is i wouldn't have yanked kaiser and the second is that i absolutely would have kicked the field goal there uh, later in the game but at the same time i listened to him in the post game uh, uh, uh presser and you know what he, he's still my guy we're st- i'm still on board i'm still good with what we're doing i'm still good with with the whole process and while you know i'm disappointed in today's loss uh, you know, four and twelve is still attainable. Kaiser starting every game is still attainable, but you know now it's in question, and we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, you know what what the ultimate decision is going to be there, but I hope that it's going to be Kaiser. I think that um, there you know there there are some things in this game. Ultimately, you know it's it's very disappointing and and not a whole lot to hang your hat on and hang out hang your hat on uh, to try to find positives. To me. You know, uh, Garrett is a big positive. the The way that the defense of the defense played for most of the game, you know, really except for that ninety seven yard drive, for most of the rest of the game, they 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 played well enough for us to win this game. And really, they played well enough for us to win this game, even with that ninety seven yard drive. But um, but you know, we we turnovers. We, we had turnovers in the red zone, which cost us points, and then we had a turnover, which gave them a touchdown. So you you know you do that, and we're we're not a good enough team to be able to overcome uh, those sorts of miscues, and those happen both with and without uh, Kaiser. In fact, in fact, I mean, look, here's the thing about starting Hogan is now, and that interception, yeah, he may have gotten hit, but he's still it's all it's still 100 percent on him. Hogan's two interceptions that he's thrown this year have been backbreakers have been, i mean whatever you and and yeah then the one that kaiser threw was also a backbreaker in the sense that it, it we didn't get points that we could have gotten but the two that kaiser ha, or that hogan has thrown both led to touchdowns that ultimately uh, just killed the team just were, were gifts that we we weren't able to overcome so there you go that's uh, that's the report on uh, today's loss to the new york football jets 17 to 14 at Factory of Sadness Field First Energy Stadium.
We uh, appreciate you uh, being with us, hanging with us. I uh, certainly appreciate you indulging me as I played the entire uh, Hugh Jackson, or most of the Hugh Jackson press conference as, as much into it. When, when I saw it, it was 23 seconds into it. I maybe So maybe we were a minute into it. I don't know. You'll probably find out there was you know another hour and a half of him talking about how he's uh, going to go over the uh, game tape before he makes a decision about who's going to start a quarterback next week. But hey, as of now, we're still uh, totally on the Zeppelin but uh, got to give Hogan his props. He, he looked he looked good in his opportunity, uh, other than the interception. And hey, you know maybe 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 him coming in will give the team a spark. And if it leads to uh, us going down there and beating the Texans next week, hey, that would make uh, that would make everything feel a lot better, wouldn't it? Definitely seems far fetched at that point. But Miami Easy Weave, this is Easy Does It on the DBN Network. Appreciate you being with me, and uh, we'll we'll talk again soon, and uh, hopefully. We'll uh, be in a much better mood. Go Browns. Tough one today, but go Tribe. Finish off those Yanks. Take care out there. Good luck. God bless. Sir. Hey, everybody. It's Neil Patel, editor-in-chief of The Verge. I host a podcast every week called The Verge Cast with my friends Paul Miller and Dieter Bone. We've got a rotating cast of characters from our entire site, which is about technology, how it impacts culture, and how that is all a big cycle that causes us to have a wide variety of feelings that you can listen to every Friday. We've done over 300 episodes in the six years since The Verge has been around, but you only need to listen to one, the latest one, to get caught up on everything in tech news. Vergecast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Check it out.